What's up, world? We are excited to announce our summer community drive. We are giving back pencils, paper, binders, folders, and sanitizers for teachers in our community. If you want to help us out, subscribe to our Patreon. All the money raised on our Patreon goes to our community drives, and you get a bonus positive news episode every week. We appreciate all of you for listening to us. Now let's go to the positive news. Oh, what's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. What's up, JP? <laughs> yeah, no Michelle for this week, but it's okay. Tim, are you alive from your stomach butt? Dude, I'm still hurting a little bit, but I'm actually doing a lot better. I've drunk plenty of water throughout the week, some Gatorade, doing my thing. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers listening. I know we're a day behind. Happy Father's Day, Tim Tim. Thank you, JP. Do you like Father's Day more than your birthday? Um, yes, because Father's Day, obviously it's about me being a father, but I kind of celebrate it like spoiling my daughter. You know what I mean? Giving her all the dad time in the world. So yeah, it's definitely a way better day than my birthday. That's all about me. Nice, maturity. Tu sabes. So we have six dads improving the world for the better today. So Tim, you want to start? Yeah, absolutely, man. I'll jump into it with my favorite dad story of all time. This happened in 2018, and it was a middle school in Dallas, right? We've talked about it on here before, but I definitely want to bring it up because it's Father's Day. Um, this middle school in Dallas basically has a low-income community. And in this school, there was a lot of children that were going to school, and they had this Father's Day event. And on this Father's Day event, there was over 50 students that didn't have fathers. So they sent out a tweet. If there's any fathers out there that want to volunteer your time, we need about 50 dads to show up to school the next day. And when they did this, this tweet went crazy. And not only did 50 dads show up, but 550 other dads showed up ready to help out these students that didn't have dads. And to me, that just showed like how important fathers are and how above and beyond they're willing to go. And to me, it was one of my favorite Father Day stories of all time to see that all these these strange men that don't know these kids at all wanting to step up and fill the shoes that they didn't have. So shout out to all the dads that show up that day in Dallas because I think that's an amazing story. It's one of my favorite stories that we've ever done on The Positive Truth. See, I totally, I don't say forgot about this story, but we were like, we got to find Father's Day stories. I was like, I'll just find some new stuff. I would have never thought of that. It also just shows you how many good people there are in the world willing to help out. Exactly. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. What my got, first JP? Father's Day story is something you would like. It's about a man named... Jacob Kuiper, and he had kids in, you know, 2012, but he was 329 pounds. So he couldn't keep up with his kids. They're running circles around him. And he was like, I want to change this. So he lost 129 pounds because he wanted to be able to run with his kids. He didn't want his kids to outrun him. His kids like to run. He's like, I'm going to make it happen. He started his weight loss journey at 2018. He's lost a 129 pounds two and a half years later. This is the before pick, Tim. I definitely gotta look at this. Okay, he looks pretty healthy still. Oh, he's ready to run some marathons in that <laughs> one. <laughs> he looked healthy to running marathons, that's wild. So I think it's really awesome. It just shows you how kids can also push you to improve yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. Man, my next story, I love. So there's this Chinese father, and he carries his son to school, his disabled son to school, 18 miles every day. Four and a half miles to school, then he walks home, then he picks his son up, and then walks him back home. And he does this while his son is on his shoulders. 
So his son was born with a disability. His, he's 12 years old, but he's only 90 centimeters tall. His legs are all kind of messed up. He doesn't know exactly what was wrong, but he knows his son's mind is okay. So that being said, he made sure that his son has every opportunity to get an education. And his dream as his father, he wants to make sure his son goes to college. His son is one of the best students in the class, and it's because of his father's support is what his son said. I know every day my dad tells me that I can do it, so I believe it. And he goes into school and he has great grades at 12 years old, getting carried four and a half miles to and from school every single day. And his father said, even at 12 years, my son is 12 years old and he has a few more years of school before he does have an opportunity to go to college. He's not going to stop then. And if he has to carry him to college, he will. I just think that's so amazing because we talk about education here on the Positive Truth quite often. We talk about teachers, but we don't ever talk about fathers pushing kids to get an education as much as we might should. And this was a great story of a kid that literally is getting carried to school by get his this father. this man a car. Man, you know what? Like, they live in this like this small village that they have to walk through these hills and stuff. It's terrible. Like, I don't even think a car could make it. Maybe a bike or something would, but this Chinese man is like the dopest guy in the world. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I think we're halfway through, so we need to pause and do audio meditation. But today, since it's, you know, Father's Day-ish, Eve, not Eve, after, whatever that means, we're going to talk about good father story. So Tim, tell me your best father story off the top of your head with Layla. Oh man, it's the best father story is impossible. I can tell you like some good moments I've had with her. I definitely, like a couple weeks ago, dude, I was holding her and we were just watching cartoons and she laughed at I don't even know what was on the screen. She just laughed. Like she started to understand the cartoons a little bit more and giggled. And I teared up, man, just holding her. Just thinking like, man, this is crazy. She has her own little personality. She's understanding more. She's getting older. And I remember we talked, you know, JoJo, we talked a long time ago. And he was like, man, every time, every now and then, you know, I'm holding her and I just start crying. And I remember thinking like, dang, I'm having a JoJo moment right now. This is a true dad moment. I'm super, super sad, but happy at the same time. Just sad because she's getting older, but... Just knowing that like I'm making a positive impact in this little girl's life is just amazing for me. Awesome. Um, one of my favorite dad stories is like the fix it part because I was never a fix it person. I still, I'm not really a fix it person now. I hear that. But I feel like if I was a parent, I'd be like, oh yeah, we're going to make this happen. It's like I remember Pops, like I would break a toy and he would be like, all right, we got this. And then he would fix it and he'd be like, he would like super glue it. You know, you got to wait 24 hours. And you know, when you're a kid, 24 hours might as well be a month. Facts. Now it's just like, somebody told me you have to wait 24 hours for something I wanted. I'm like, perfect. I'm willing to wait years for something I want. What is 24 hours? And that actually is the theme of my next two stories is dads that saw a problem with their kids and they wanted to fix it and ended up helping the world. Really? Ties in perfectly. You might as well go ahead, JP. So the first one is Ride, Safe Ride for Kids. It's, by, it was, it's a nonprofit started by Greg Dosher. And he was a firefighter and he saw all these, he would go to car crashes and he see, see all these people with these really bad set up car seats. And he was like, I gotta create a way to have more people informed how to set up a car seat. And then when he looked into it, he was like, he purchased a new car and he was like, I have four kids. There is zero way to make this safe with these car seats. So he teamed up with a friend. They made a few like rider safe travel vests. And they were like, there's some holes in the system. We need to fill it out. And so since then, they made the first ever 5.5 harness seat in 2014. And they figured they have a whole nonprofit set up. 
you know, make sure no matter what kind of car seat you have, no matter what kind of car you have, making it safe as possible. That is beyond impressive. Speaking of a father that had to put in a car seat, definitely a struggle. <laughs> like somebody actually told me, you know, you can call the fire department and they'll do it for you, or you can take it to a fire. It was department. a firefighter. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going with. Like you can do that, and the fact that I know you can do that, and firefighters really know how to do it, and they take the time to do it for other people. He went above and beyond, man. That's beautiful. Yes, yeah, that's, that's good tax money right there. Do sabes. <laughs> what do you got, Tim? Man, so I have two stories for this last one. They're quick, but I wanted to tie them in together because they were pretty quick stories. We did this story on here before, but it was about a father that created beeping Easter eggs for his kids because her daughter was blind. And I thought it was one of the dopest stories ever. Edna actually told me about it this morning. She was like, hey, remember that story? Talk about it today. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I will. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We ma will do whatever you say, <laughs> Absolutely. But one of my favorite stories as well was actually this, fa this father has a daughter who had hearing aids. And she felt different. She was at the age she was three years old and started realizing she didn't want them on, so she would always try to take them off. So he decided to do something really cool. He ended up getting hearing aids tattooed on his head so she wouldn't feel different. And when, he saw it for when she saw it for the first time, she went over and touched it and touched hers and hasn't touched hers ever since to try to take them off. I just thought it was really cool for a dad to go above and beyond like that because, I mean, obviously, oh, I don't... that was the second story? Yeah, it was the second story. Oh, yeah, okay. sorry. It wasn't tied in together. I apologize. <laughs> it was a transition. I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> my bad. I talk fast sometimes. But yeah, man, I just thought it was cool to see a dad go above and beyond. And I know that's kind of my theme for the day. Dads going above and beyond for their kids. And it just, it's awesome to me because you can be creative and do things your own way because these kids love you differently no matter what. And I just think it's awesome. Shout out to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day to you guys. You guys are all amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, before we get out of here, I got one more. Oh my gosh, my bad, JP. You're good. So, my second story about fathers, you know, inventing things. There was two best friends, Asaf and Elwa. They were best friends their whole life, joined the military together, became biomedical engineers together, got married around the same time. They had kids at the same time, right? Friendship goals. And so, they had newborn kids and they were like, they were really frustrated by the challenges they experienced when their wives pump breast milks, breast milk to their babies because you can't get it. I don't know this. I'm not a parent. I'm sure you would. You can't cool it. It's hard to cool down. But if you warm it up, like bacteria, it's not safe. So they developed this bottle that had a unique geometry, had an increased surface area, so the bottle would cool quicker. It would reduce bacterial growth, and it would warm quickly at safe temperatures so they wouldn't have any of this happening. They called it the Nano BB bottle. $10.99, so it's not expensive. Wow. And it warms up two to three times faster than a standard bottle. And it includes a breast pump adapter, which means you can express the breast milk directly into the bottle, then store it in the fridge. And I think it's an awesome invention. Absolutely. So for, shout out to Edna, I know you're listening. Um, she like breastfed for 10 months and you know she would stock up in the freezer and stuff like that but cooling you know warming up the milk is definitely an issue you don't want to overwarm it or, or anything like that and definitely bacteria so the fact that two men made this is ridiculous to me it's so crazy I think it's so awesome because this is a woman's problem woman I heard Edna and other women that breastfeed like you just don't understand and you're absolutely right yeah we do not understand but I'm so happy that those two do and I'm so happy that those two not only are making a better difference for the mother, but a better difference for the children as well. Two dads inventing stuff on the fly. Do sadness. I think we're out of positive stuff for the fathers. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. 
Tim, do you have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. Life has two rules. Number one, never quit. And number two, always remember rule number one. Quotes by Tim. Surprised you haven't used that one before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. Stay positive.